psychedelics are illegal not because a loving government is concerned that you may jump out of a third-story window. Psychedelics are illegal because they dissolve opinion structures and culturally laid down models of behavior and information processing. They open to us the possibility that everything we know is wrong. We don't need new laws that control our consciousness and rigidly place it in a prison. Cognitive liberty. The fact that as adults, if we're not hurting anybody else, we should have the right to explore the contours of our own consciousness without any mediation or legislation on the part of somebody else. Reject authority. Authority is a lie. Information is power, but we have to seize, seize the opportunity. The opportunity. The opportunity. Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Mike Delic. I'm your host, Mike Brancatelli. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for being here. Thanks for checking out the show. If you're new, I release a new episode once a week, every week. Sometimes I throw in a bonus episode. Um, and yeah, uh, thanks for, for being here and thanks for checking us out. And if you like what you hear, if you like the show, go on to iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and review. And um, you can also support us on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Mike Brank, B-R-A-N-C, you can donate as little as a dollar a month to support my little hungry, tiny body here that's shriveling up because I'm malnourished and I need, I need help. I need funding. I need support. Uh, no, actually, I'm trying to lose weight. But, um, but anyway, help, my, help build my little Mikeadelic studios here. And, um, yeah, you know... Uh, I appreciate all the support. I appreciate all your messages. Um, it's uh, it's good to know that uh, it's not just me, that other people think this way and feel this way. And, um, and yeah, together we're, uh, we're making something happen here. So I really appreciate you guys listening and um, sharing the show, liking the show, talking about the show. You know, tell your friends, tell people about it. Um, you know, we're not just talking about psychedelics on this show. It's... it's uh, it's bigger than that, you know, it's bigger than that. It's about liberating the human spirit, about liberating human consciousness, about creating freedom, about connecting to what's really true and real in our world. And, you know, there's there's many ways in which we can go about doing that. But, uh, you know, there's, uh, I talk about a lot of things on this show. So, you know, if you're, you know, I, I, I kind of want to know, should I change the name of the show? I, I you know, like, I don't, I, I've, I've, I've thought about this for a while. Let me know what you think. You know, Mikeadelic was kind of, I don't know, it kind of came uh, kind of randomly. I just decided, fuck it, I got to pick something. I'm just going to pick this. It's whatever. And I, and I picked it because I didn't want it to be like the, the freer mind network or like the, you know, the, the, thinking, the thinking free, liberating spirit to podcast hour. You know, like I, I just, it sounded kind of pretentious, you know, um, so please let me know. I don't know. I'm thinking about because I want it to be uh, a, a podcast that people could share and not immediately dismiss as being like, oh, this is about like psychedelic drugs or, or whatever. You know, I, I want it to be because it's like I said, it's not it's not just about that. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. We talk about that pretty much in every show, but it's more 
than that, as you know. All right, well, thank you for joining me today. Uh, I'm pretty fired up, I got to tell you. I am fired up. Fired up about this net neutrality thing that's going on. Because... There's, it's just like just like so many it's it's such a struggle to be somebody who and this is gonna sound re- pretty arrogant and cocky and ridiculous but excuse me for sounding that way I, I don't mean to come off that way it's just frustrating when you understand the fundamental nature of humanity and humanity's relationship to power and when you see through the the illusion to the truth of what of what really is what really motivates people what really incentivizes people how the structures in our society function you know and and what i mean by that is when you when you understand that that for a large part of our history and continuing to this day it's a relationship to uh the relationship to from from man to man, from mankind to each other, has been a relationship of domination, conquest, power, and control. And anybody that's that that doesn't admit that is naive and ignorant. Okay, and it's not something necessarily that rises up from an individual, uh, you know, just out of the blue. It's kind of a grandiose idea that men have to get together to build institutions to serve a greater good to serve a higher power but ultimately what happens is that that thing becomes unsustainable in its original mission and winds up being corrupt and corrupting the ver- the people in it you know we see this time and time again it happens you know it's just it's the it's the age old quote of power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely so with this net neutrality thing, okay, the reason why it's pissing me off so much is because whenever something like this comes around, right, the Patriot Act, you know, it's like an, it's another Patriot Act type thing. The Patriot Act, it's like, oh, the Patriot Act, it sounds so, it's patriotic and it's an act and we're going to, it's good, it's for America. Anytime that something sounds good that's being introduced by the government, it's doing the exact opposite of what its sounded intention is. Net neutrality is no different. Net neutrality sounds like something, oh yeah, net neutrality, neutral, a neutral internet. You know, that's what we, that sounds good. We should keep it neutral and, you know, fair. And it sounds like it's a good thing. But nobody really knows what this is. It's it's it boggles my mind. You know, it's like we 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 just make decisions and rally around causes just because of the way that a certain name sounds. And you're and and why are people buying in to like? Never has there been a generation so pathetic that is so beholden and blindly loyal to established power structures. It's sickening. People give themselves up to higher powers. In, in government, in corporations, you know, people identify with brands and are just, are just pathetic indentured servants voluntarily to con- rabid consumerism and vapid materialism. It's just, it's, it's, it's so disgusting. It never in my life have I, have I seen 
or never in history, I should say, has I think has there has there ever been a time when a generation has been so just hypnotized and 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 swept off their feet by large uh, established powers, and and you know of course that means the state, the government, but it also means. Hey, Google, I'm your friend, Amazon, you know, Facebook, we're your pals, we're your buddies, you know, we're cool, we're connecting the world, and we're bringing everyone together, and blah, 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 and all that stuff. Yeah, maybe that was their original intention. It's, it's, it just, it, it makes me sad. It makes me sad to see people who I would think, you know, would regard themselves as being free thinkers or woke or whatever to not see through the lies, the bullshit, the prop I mean, the propaganda like is so heavy, it's nearly invisible. It's just it's it's crazy. I mean, like I said, never before has a generation been so pathetically beholden to establishment powers from from Amazon to Netflix to Facebook to Google to government to all this nonsense Stop believing what they're, what they're telling, you know, mainstream media, of course, MSNBC, CNN. Stop believing what they tell you. They have a vested interest in their own, in their own survival. They don't care about you. It's not about you. You know, but you, you can only see this if you pull away and break away. Break away stop identifying yourself with brands apple google facebook youtube stop identifying yourself with brands stop identifying yourself with nations religions races whatever it, it just it creates divisiveness it creates a pathetic attachment to some kind of meaning that we think that we're attaining by giving ourselves away we give ourselves away. We give our souls away. We give our life force away. We sell ourselves to, into indentured servitude to just be easily manipulated as pawns in the game that serves the purpose to move the needle for the agendas of those who would be siphoning off our energy resources. And, and this is not to say that materialism is bad or that consumerism is bad or that you know these companies are inherently bad it's just it's what we give to them it's 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 nothing is inherently good or bad it's how we use it how we view it what our relationship is to it we can i have an iphone i love my iphone but i don't worship the altar of the iphone i don't i don't identify myself as 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 being an iPhone, I, I love this Ramdas uh, quote where he he was ta- he was giving a speech and he's talking about like how we identify what our identity is and you know in in the quote he says you know I I'm an MG driver you know and then and then he's like I drive an MG I'm an MG driver I don't even know what an MG is but he's like an old car I guess I'm an MG driver that's who I am that's my identity I'm an MG driver. And then he's in bed with his wife, and she's like, honey, we're in bed. And he goes, no, I'm an MG driver. It's like, no, you're a fucking human being that's sharing your life with another human being. Now, now shed yourself from all the attachments of this corporate slavery and this 
you know, this, this indoctrinated, propagandized materialist bullshit and just be a person, be a human, be, you know, come in tune with yourself, think for yourself, make decisions for yourself, question things. But people don't do that anymore, you know? It's like people, people, people just take, you know, take the word of John Oliver that, you know, every, every late night show host hack that's bought and paid for by establishment powers who lobby government and push status propagandized agendas. I mean, it's like, if you know how these things, it's not like conspiracy. It's not like crazy. T- this, is how the, this is how the world works. This is how human nature is. This is how we function. The only, the problem that I'm trying to identify here is if more people were aware of this, if there was more transparency, if there was more people, if more people were awake and aware and living fully now alive in the present moment, stop giving themselves away to a future that, that is, you know, is never going to come. It's like, be here now. Okay, be in this moment, wake up, be alive, and know what's going on. Learn what's happening. Escape from the messages that that all of the vested interests are selling to you to get you to join their team so you can rah-rah, shishkumba, and cheer for whatever position they want you to be a part of that helps solidify and, uh, their role as being a powerful, profitable organization. You know, I mean, it, it's about power. It's about control. It's about profit. It's about domination. If you control information, if you control the message, then you control people, okay? And the great thing about the internet is, you know, Marshall McLuhan said the medium is the message the medium the delivery service for the for the for the message is the actual message in itself and i strongly believe that the internet is one of the greatest gifts of mankind i think that the, the internet is 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 a a, a liberator a, a, an emancipator you know a, the, the the internet is an equalizer the internet is the philosopher's stone this is the holy grail and and we if we lose the opportunity you know to to fight for what's right if we don't even know what's right then we 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 lose everything we we literally lose everything the medium is the message and the medium is the internet and the message is freedom that's the message but it's just so hard to get people to understand what that means because we can't have a debate about anything in this country or anything in this world for that matter if people don't if people aren't th- organizing their thoughts from the position that is the correct position and the correct position by that what i mean is by understanding what the true nature of reality is the true nature of reality and what I mean by that, and I'm trying to say this in, in a way that makes the most sense, is that if you reject the notion that government is anything but force, well, then everything that you're arguing from that position on forward is false. 
because government is force. The government is only a system that sprang out of an idea that we had as people in a in a you know thinking well what would be the best way to organize society and you know the founders of this great nation thought that they had some pretty good ideas but you know we've evolved and we've we've moved on and unfortunately the power that was supposed to remain small and decentralized and regulated and checked by by you know state powers and those sorts of things um Wound, wound up being consolidated into a large, oligarchic, parasitical, centralized, authoritarian, tyrannical state that has a global empire uh, around the world. Now, I don't know, you know, I, 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 I don't know what I can say that can convince you that this is the truth. Just go and, and read about, you know, read stuff, read articles, and, and just look at what's happening in the world. If what's happening in the world doesn't align with what I'm saying, then I guess I'm making this all up, right? But, you know, if you look at the size of our government, if you look at the money that they spend, the money that they take out of your paycheck, if you look at the perpetual war that's been going on, if you look at people getting locked up for uh, nonviolent, quote-unquote, crimes like smoking plants and eating fungi and things like that, you know, look at what we do. Look at what we do to our own people. You know, we are not this like ut- utopian paradise where we're you know watching out for each other and every and everyone in the government is just someone in there just trying to do the right thing. And even if they are just somewhere in someone in there doing the right thing, it's hard because <laughs> it's hard because once you get in there, when you I mean, it's just like when you have power, like it's just such a intoxicating thing to have power. So when you get into a position that that not only do you hold power, but that people look at you as be, as having a right to rule over them. I mean, this is this is literally the story of of mankind. This is literally the story of civilization. I mean, you know, we were running around naked as hunter-gatherers, being nomadic, running around, you know, in small little tribes, hunting and gathering. I don't know why I said running around a bunch of times, but it's like, you know, I read the book Born to Run. You know, we, we evolved to run. Like, we, we would run. That's, what, that's how humans evolved, because we were able to run down our prey, because we have sweat glands, and we can cool ourselves off, and other animals don't, so they would just get tired, and they would die. So the way that we evolved is, we evolved as hunter-gatherer pack animals, and that is actually truly what we are. And that's why we have so many problems with our society, because we are not living in our natural habitat as tribal hunter-gatherer type people. People, if you look at all of the ancient you know, uh, tribes and hunter-gatherer types of, of uh, indigenous people and aboriginal people all across the world, they all have the same kinds of stories and myths and 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 you know they're all similar you know read the work of Joseph Campbell and he talks about the heroes the hero with a thousand faces it's all the stories of the myths of all the world and they're all very similar because they we all share the same human experience it's just different areas and different regions interpret things differently you know so so um 
you know, that this this is this is who how we naturally are. We're naturally small groups of like-minded individuals who are supposed to be organized in a homogenous uh, culturally and ethnically homogenous kinds of, of, of setting in a tribal kind of atmosphere. And, you know, we have certain kinds of uh, duties and rituals that we all agree upon to share. And it works because it's small. It's decentralized. There's no higher authoritarian power that's ruling over the tribe. There's a chief, and the chief is not somebody who rose to power because he paid a lot of money and like swindled a bunch of people and you know what I mean it's just the chief was appointed there by the people the people said you're the guy that's like the smartest one you're the wise old elder we will go to you for counsel and and that's pretty much the way human beings function for a long period of time until the advent of agriculture now no one really knows really why maybe it was just it was our be- the best idea that we had at the time maybe it was our it's the flaw in our humanity that makes us think wow we can make things easier and more efficient and more streamlined you know and but you know when you when you start to make things easier and and you start to have this instant gratification it, it sometimes it takes the joy out of life you know the thrill of the hunt is gone you know the 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 working for the day to gather the berries and to take care of the children you know the things that really give meaning to life the things that really make you feel like the juices in your human body and your soul are fulfilled and nourished and alive and you're connecting with a greater meaning and purpose and a mystery of one of 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 what this is all about and you know sharing that with other people and you know maybe from time to time warring with other tribes or or whatever because that's a natural part of it as well but whatever happened somebody figured out Wow, this agriculture thing can really provide us with a lot of food, right? So we were we 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 just, we don't have to we don't we don't have to spend you know our days hunting and gathering. We can have this food, right? So it's like a double-edged sword. With every, it's 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 with every great innovation that we have, the internet. What a beautiful innovation, right? But then people call you Jews and kikes and want to throw you in ovens and you know uh, harass people and troll. What you get the point? Everything comes with a pro and a con. Nothing is just blissfully, beautifully benevolent and or or the or malevolently just like evil and destructive. You know, it's like there's a lot of fucking nuance, man. There's nuance. It's like and there's both at the same time. And it's like, how could it possibly be both at the same time? But it is. But we can't wrap our heads around it because we don't have the capacity to fully understand. But, you know, take five dried grams of psilocybin mushrooms in silent darkness and you will you will feel the understanding. You'll feel the information. Um and that's the only way that you can know is to experience it because it can't be communicated in language. It, that the intelligent, it's an intelligence that's beyond our capacity for measuring what we deem to be intelligent understanding. So, so, so you know, yeah, all right. So agriculture, you know, we thought it was a good idea. Hey, we, you know, we have food. We don't have to run around. We could stay here, right? And then someone thought, well, hey, since all these people are here. And the food's here. If we gain control over the food supply, then they really have to stay here and they really have to do what we tell them to do. So, boom, you got slavery, okay? Then slavery starts. Then we have, you know, the rise of slave civilizations and it's just a dark period of time, Middle Ages, you know, life goes on. And, but we are, we are 
nearing the end of this predatory uh domineering you know this this predatory model of slavery civilization essentially is slavery but who knows maybe we wouldn't be where we are today in, in, unless we had to go through those steps in our history right but who cares we're here now and we and we know what's right now and we know where we came from and we know what we're capable of my point in all this is that throughout that whole time that whole time of of P, of slavery and uh, civilizations rising and falling, empires rising and falling. That is that those are our flaws. Those are our mistakes. And who is responsible for that? Well, we are as human beings. But the with well, the concept, the idea is was, was are the merchants of of Venice uh, responsible for that? Are the are the spice traders along the uh, Silk Road? in 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 uh mongolia or whatever like uh responsible for that no the fucking murderous tyrant dictators who want to reach for more and more power and take away more people's rights and make more and more people slaves those are the people that are responsible and what do we call and what do we call those people children government yay i wish i could teach this in a school my god this is what the youth needs. The, 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 the idea that we can make people do things that we think is right by threatening them with kidnapping and imprisonment and force and violence and the, 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 the idea that we can bend other people to our will and make other cultures and other races and other, civiliz- and other societies uh, do what we do is is not only wrong, but it's evil. I mean, it's really evil. And we got to shake this evilness out of ourselves. And the fact that so many young people today want more government, more socialism, more government, and the fact that you've been brainwashed to think that corporations are the enemy or company, like the, you know, companies that, companies that make things and provide goods and services. My God. What evil bastards, right? Holy hell. I mean, it just boggles my mind. <laughs> I think I've said that a few times. I got a real boggled mind here, folks, because it's, it's just such a, it's a, such a crazy thing to, it's, it's a hard thing for people to really wake up and snap out of, of that trance that you've been conditioned to accept your whole life. I mean, we've all been conditioned to accept this we've been indoctrinated into this prison of belief that the state has uh, you know that the state has forced upon us from being small children when we're small ch- like this is the way i see the world because this is the truth sorry that the truth sucks but this is what it is when you're a kid you're kidnapped and thrown into a yellow prison vehicle that takes you to this uh, indentured servitude camp where you're basically, you know, uh, where, or an internment camp, if you will, where you basically have to slave away and listen to a bunch of people tell you things that you probably don't really care about nor need to know in, a, in an archaic way where there's, like, desks and they force little boys to stay still because little boys 
Who would have thought little boys want to be outside, running free, wild, playing with sticks in the mud? No, but we jam pills down their throat. We, sh- we pump them with meth, and we tell them to pay attention. We t- tell them, calm down, don't be uh, this, that, don't, don't be that way, blah, blah, blah. All the, all the shit that we do is just we, we're putting, we keep trying to put nomadic, uh, nomadic, you know, sexual, omnivore, fluid, hunter-gatherer, human beings who uh, are living in a, in a way that's harmonious and, and in balance with themselves and the environment, and we try and take them and take all that stuff away. This is what civilization has done, is that has ripped all that stuff away and sold it back to us as like a cheap knockoff version, uh, a substitute for the real thing, which kind of gives us a little bit of pleasure, but it's, it's not enough, so we're always getting more, 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 more. And in, and in turn, the predatory slave masters that run the civilization, the 1%, the real 1%, which is the crony corporate capital state, the state system that uh, in, intertwined with the banking system and the quote-unquote the real 1%, the, the people that are involved with the deep state and, the, and that, you know, that whole situation, the the intelligentsia and the yada 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 the the the, the propaganda deliverers the media etc you get it you get the point it's like the the people that are holding power the established powers so you know it's like that <laughs> that is they're they're they try they're tr- they don't care about us they just see us as like numbers they just want to put you that natural human form they just want to squeeze you into a machine they just want to squeeze you into the meat grinder of their of their agendas and their plans. And you know, like look, they can people lie. <laughs> Do you know how easy it is to lie? You just lie. People could come on, you know, they, they come on television and say, you know, oh yeah, like uh, you know, I'm the the Netflix, we stand with uh net neutrality because we care about people. Because we care about freedom, because we care about the, the, the internet being free and open, and they, they hijack the language of freedom, they hijack the language of liberty, and they use it to their own advantage because they're lying, because they want to serve their self-interest, because every single organism on the planet is concerned with its own survival and, and preserving its own survival, its own self-interest. So why wouldn't companies act the same way? Why wouldn't anybody act that way. That's the natural order of things. Preserve yourself, preserve your survival by any means necessary. So it's just, it, it's just, it's, it's just so difficult to communicate this message because as soon as somebody says, wait a second, you're against net neutrality? What are you, stupid? What are you, dumb? What are you, a fucking retard? You are, you don't support a free open internet? So what, you just support, like, corporations just ruling over everybody and enslaving everyone and making them pay exorbitant prices and, you know, because, because like, you know, BP oil spill or blah, 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 or whatever. It's like, I'm not saying that I love corporations, okay? But I tell you what I don't love. I don't love government. Government is the problem. The concept, our belief in government is the problem. Our belief that 
certain gr- a certain group of people should be af- af- awarded special privileges. Certain a certain group of people, it's okay for you to walk around with guns. It's okay for you to murder people. It's okay for you to kidnap people and and lock them in cages. It's okay. It's okay for you to tell a private business owner who sacrificed himself, his blood, sweat, and his tears, and and made sacrifices to make things. Why? Because he likes making things. Because he thought, maybe I can make the world a better place. Well, how do you make the world a better place? Do you go out there? Do you think about making things? Do you get educated? Do you make sacrifices? Do you toil? Do you sweat? Do you work? Do you lose relationships, jobs, girlfriends, wives, whatever? Family? Do you 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 spend an eighteen hours a night in a basement, you know, making making stuff because you believe in in, in helping people and you want to make something that works and that's good and that can increase leisure time and, and increase happiness and pleasure for people? <laughs> or or do you believe in the people that take things, that make nothing? contribute no value to society other than being a crotchety old nanny that tells you, oh, that's inappropriate. We don't like that. Oh, don't do that. Because they're scared, because they're fearful, because they're the ones that are afraid. So they got to make everybody else suffer. And because they lust after power and control. Because they, because they are talentless, because they don't, I don't know, you know, they're sociopaths, they're parasites, they're parasites. There's a person that's making something and then someone else comes along and they take, they take, they take, they take. People that make things are motivated to make good things. Things that people will pay for. Why? So people making things can keep making things. Imagine if you had a job where your job, imagine if you were so good that like you cared about you know, making like an iPhone and, and that was your thing and you were able to rival the iPhone. Yeah, I mean, you, you that, that that would some people out there are motivated to do that. So the people that that are making things, they want to stay in business. They want to keep their livelihood because they enjoy making things. They enjoy providing things to humanity. If people that make things are smart, they want to prevent other people from buying similar things from somewhere else, right? Apple wants you to wants to prevent you from buying Samsung because it serves their best interest because they want to preserve their life. They want to preserve their existence. They want people to keep buying things from them. The incentive to do well is naturally baked into the mo- the very model of a free market entrepreneurial type of system. Nobody has you know, nobody forces anybody, nobody dictates anything to anybody, nobody orders you to do anything. It just naturally occurs, okay? You have something, and I, and I want that thing. Well, what do I have? Well, I have money. Well, you want money, and I want the thing. Like, you know, for example, I spend hours of my time, you know, mixing lemon and water and sugar and getting, you know, uh, uh, getting a pitcher and setting up a, a table and getting cups. And then I persuade my brother to come outside and to help me. And I open up a little lemonade stand. I put, you know, I go around the neighborhood and I put the, uh, posters up. Hey, lemonade, come get some lemonade. And I hope the lemonade is good so people will buy it so they can keep coming back so I could do this all summer long. And I could sell lemonade and I can make lemonade 
and I can have fun. I could be outside. I'm learning. I'm learning business. I'm learning how to deal with people. I'm learning how to make a good product. You know. Then I notice someone down the street. They're making lemonade, right? But they charge two dollars a cup, right? So, so I decide, hey, you know, I, I, I want to provide people with good lemonade. I think my lemonade is good. So I'm gonna do it for one dollar a cup. And people come in. You know, they're happy because they're paying less. They're, they're coming to me. They're getting a similar thing. Even Maybe some people even say that my lemonade's better. They're getting a better bang for their buck, you know, so I'm providing a good service. People are getting joy. They're happy because they wanted the lemonade. I'm happy because I gave them the lemonade. They got a fair price. And they're, you know, like, they got what they wanted. I got what I wanted. And, you know, I have meaning in my life. I have purpose. It, you know, it's it's... it's 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 the how the world goes around. We trade with each other. We trade language with each other. We trade ideas with each other. We trade fucking sex, bodily fluids with each other. We this is how we build life. We build life and we invent the future by trading with each other, by collaborating and competing with each other. That's what we do. History is a baton race from one period to the next passing the greatest ideas and the greatest innovations and the greatest progress forward to the next generation so they can improve on it, only to have the boot of the state stomp on your neck and take. Because nobody is happy when you're out there and you have a little lemonade stand, your kids that, you know, we're kids, we have a little lemonade stand, and men with guns stop by and start dictating to us what we can and can't do, how much lemonade we can sell, how much people can have, how, 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 you know, then they start taking a percentage of our profits from the lemonade because they, they, didn't, they didn't do anything. <laughs> they didn't do anything. They didn't do a single thing. They just break. They bully and they break. And that's where... The problem is now I know what some people might be thinking. Well, you know, corporations do bad things, too. You know, they, 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 they do really, really bad things. Right. Well, sure, they do. Of course they do. But the market corrects for bad behavior. The market corrects for bad behavior. The market doesn't correct for bad behavior when the fucking government bails out banks. When the when 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 you have. Uh, a powerful institution available. If there's a gun in the room and people go and there's, and there's, you know, and there, and, and people think that there's, they're being protected or whatever by this, but then there's a, a couple people that say, Hey, we could probably use that to our advantage. That's what they're going to do. That's naturally what people are going to do. But if you remove the gun from the room, then all of a sudden, huh? Well, I guess there's no, there's no route to use force. There's no availability to use to to leverage uh, our what you know to use to to use this this organization that uh, is is predicated upon force and coercion and that has you know indoctrinated and brainwashed people to accept a system that has a monopoly on violence. So if you remove that element and you remove that belief system, which is not easy. But if you get rid of that, we have people trading with people. You know, Douglas Rushkoff writes about this in his book, uh, Throwing Rocks at the Google Bus. 
He talks about the merchants that were trading and the open kind of bazaars. The bazaar. You would go and people would have, everybody's making something and trading something. And that's the beauty of humanity. And that's the beauty of the internet. It's free. It's open. We are exchanging and we are trading. And, and, and it's like, it's like the, the digital global bazaar, you know, the global village. So it's, it's, it's like, you know, and, and the people that make things, the people that I make this podcast, I want this podcast to be good. My incentive is the podcast is good. So you will like it and you will share it and more people will listen to it. And then I can do this for a living and you get value out of it and I get value out of it. And it's a feedback loop. You get something and I get something. But you know who's not incentivized to make things good? People that don't make things, people that take things, the government, the state, the FCC, the regulatory bodies, the bureaucrats, the deep state, the military industrial complex, they take, they take, take, take. They're bullies that take. They shake, they shake the money out of your pockets and they take from you. They don't care. They don't need to worry about, you know, the United States of America isn't a, isn't a corporation that's worried about satisfying its customers. Sure, it has to keep us somewhat satisfied because otherwise, if they just came right out and said what, they, what I'm telling you is how they actually believe, if they came out and were honest about what they really were, well, people would revolt and then they would have no power. But they have to constantly keep inventing problems. They have to constantly keep inventing problems and making up boondoggles and fear and fear-mongering because otherwise they would serve no purpose. They need to keep inventing problems and they need to keep marketing and selling you fear so that you feel like you need to be protected by someone. But you don't. You don't. We live in, a, in a, an unprecedented age right now where, where, where transparency is is more than ever. We know what each other is doing. We have rating and review sites. We exchange uh, things online. There's different kinds of gift economies and whatnot. There's cryptocurrencies. We can keep each other in check because we know what each other is doing, but we don't know what they're doing because there's no transparency up there, and they're holding on for dear life, and they're afraid. They're afraid of a truly free and open internet. So that is the real problem. That is, that is why I am so passionate about this is because, and look, you know, net neutrality, the, 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 this, this, this word, like I said, they hijack these words, they use these words that really stand, are supposed to stand for true freedom and liberty, and they use them to, 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 to get their agendas done. Now, I know, you know, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not championing anyone. I'm not championing the network service providers. I'm not ch championing the, uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the ISPs, you know, some people are like, well, you're just going to, you know, the ISPs, they're going to be the ones that are going to be in charge, and then that's fine. It's like, no, that's not fine. Obviously, ISPs in bed with government is cronyism, and that's a problem as well. You know, so we got to make sure that, that they're, they're stop, they stop the, the, the cronyism and creating monopolies in regions where they're not allowing other companies to compete, like Google Fiber. Google Fiber wanted to roll out the their network and they weren't allowed to, you know. I remember when I was living down in the Lower East Side in my apartment, I had basically the only option I had was Time Warner. I wanted Verizon Fios, but I couldn't get it because it wasn't available in that in that area. So, I would love to see more options, more availability, more freedom 
get the government out of out of the uh, entire industry of of regulating things that are beyond the, it's like re, it's the government regulating the internet is like the government regulating your mind i mean just think about it like that because the internet is a projection of our collective mind the internet is a an accumulation of our individual thoughts feelings and and what we're sharing what we're learning it's all being just it just it transmitted from our minds to the computer it's 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 technologically mediated telepathy and 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 they want to get in there and they want to f- meddle around and fiddle with it they have no qualifications to do that whatsoever and i would and i would and i would say that nobody does it's just this kind of web of collective consciousness that does this chaotic dance of chaos and order and 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 it it works itself out just the same way that nature works itself out the waves come into the beach high tide comes low tide comes the the seasons change everything works itself out we don't need uh dictators and tyrants ruling over us to tell us what we can and can't do what we can and can't see and how things should be especially people who don't you know especially especially these parasites that we have in charge the other problem is once you start including any sort of regulation out and it always comes out of fear and hysteria right once you start including it sets a precedent for more regulation more and more and more it's never the the incentive of government is never to shrink it's always to grow it's always to hey we failed hey we poisoned a bunch of people the EPA only has $58 billion to spend. Well, clearly it wasn't enough. Oh, it looks like there's a bunch of people that poisoned, uh, got poisoned, Flint, Michigan, and elsewhere. Elsewhere's all kinds of uh, diseases and deformities come with drinking the poisoned water. Oh, whoops, we fucked up. Well, I guess we need more. I guess we need more money, right? More billions, more billions. How many more billions are we going to spend before we realize that that's not the answer? Maybe the, you know, who stepped in to save the day, by the way, in that situation? Walmart. Big bad evil corporation, Walmart, Nestle, oh, scary. They came in and donated millions of bottles of water to children and schools in need. So <clears throat> this, is the, this is when you understand the fundamental nature of what the state is and what the relationship to the state, to the corporations are, and how that no one gives a fuck about you and your freedom or your liberty, then you realize that the happy-go-lucky-sounding net neutrality isn't what it all, it's not what it seems. It's not what it seems. It's not good. Net neutrality is not your friend. <sighs> but, you know, inevitably, we always get people, you know, coming back with more and more, yeah, well, you know, the, the, the corporations, and they do this, and they do that, and, you know they're they're gonna. You know, do you really trust them? Do you think that? Uh, do you think that they're they're really trustworthy? Do you think that they really? You know, I'm afraid of the corporations. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna charge money and they're gonna you know they're gonna throttle and they're gonna make us like uh, you know not experience our Netflix like the way that we used to and stuff like that. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> and they're not. Like I said, they're incentivized to produce better quality, and they'd be more incentivized to produce better quality if there was more competition and less cronyism. It's just so sad that people think this way. All the horrors that have ever occurred in all of history has been at the hands of tyrannical dictators and the state. Tyrannical empires, 
expanding beyond their reaches, being uh, aggressive abroad, despotic at home. When big business is in bed with the state, that's when there's a problem, okay? And that's where people think, oh, capitalism. No, you're not angry at capitalism. You're angry at crony capitalism. You're angry at the you scratch my back, I scratch yours, big monopoly that eliminates competition and hinders progress and innovation. It's just, it's insane to me that people fear Amazon. Like, (laughs) Amazon has done more to improve our lives than a bunch of slick-talking, no-talent, parasitical, sociopathic dickbags in Washington, D.C. could ever dream of doing. You know, we talk about we talk about like these 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 crazy things that happen in our lives. It's always at the hands of a of of a state entity. You know, if corporations are so bad, how come there's nothing about them in the in in any of the documents that the founding fathers created for when they created this country? Literally everything is about protecting people from a tyrannical government. Nothing. Nothing says, "Oh, we need to we need protection from uh, Ben Franklin's telecom company or, oh, we better watch out for Edison's light bulb company or, hey, Gutenberg's printing press. Oh, we got we to gotta, we gotta regulate Gutenberg's printing press. We can't, have, we can't have that. Oh, Henry Ford, he's inventing cars. We better punish him. Oh, yeah, we, we need regulations. No. These are the greatest technological innovations of all time that liberate and pull people out of poverty and improve people's lives for the better, the greatest innovations the world has ever seen that, that lifts people out of, out of the mud. They've transformed human life for the better on the planet, and the state does the complete opposite because they are the mafia, they are terrorists, they are the only thing that stands in the way uh, from progress. They distort and hinder progress and innovation, and they make us all dumber and stupider and they want to drag everybody down to a neutral fair common lowest common denominator wake up net neutrality yes let's stand for freedom neutral internet no okay no kill net neutrality end net neutrality why because net neutrality like i said is being championed by content service providers like netflix like Amazon, like Google, right? Like Facebook, okay? Because they have a vested interest in making sure that they hold on to the monopoly power and what we call this is crony, crony power, crony capitalist power. The crony capitalist 1% state, you know, they're in bed with the government. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. This is the problem with, this is why government is the problem. Because the government essentially acts as, government is the only thing in society that we accept to act without limitations. We, we, accept the gover- we accept the fact that the government can have monopolies. We accept the fact that the government can use force and you know, other people and other institutions can't. We give the government special powers. So obviously, if there's a superhero out there with special powers, whoever's out there doing stuff and making things are going to want to get on the good side of the superhero so they can get a little bit of that superpower. That's when that's that's cronyism. This is very important to understand. Okay? The 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 net neutrality rules. First of all, everyone's fighting for net neutrality, right? Net neutrality. We got to keep net neutrality. Well, I've been talking about this for fucking 5 years. 
All right. And net neutrality, no one's been, you know, it's like, like I said, it could be frustrating when you're just screaming in the dark and nobody's there to listen, you know, because, because I have no, because there's no power on my side for financial gain. You know, my, my, my side of the argument is for the people. My side of the argument is for us, for individual freedom and liberty. And unfortunately, there's not much profit to be gained off of that from, from crony corporate capitalist 1% state run parasites, sociopaths. There's just not. So essentially, so net neutrality was introduced in 2000, February of 2015, I think it passed. And I've been talking, I've been worried about this for a long time because net neutrality, it came on, ooh, net neutrality, like I said, net neutrality, yeah. Like just, you know, the se- sexy sounding name, just like, I mean, it's truly Orwellian. My God, freedom is slavery. Like the ministry of truth. I mean, this is, we are truly living in an Orwellian time right now. I mean, holy shit, pop out of the fucking matrix and take a look. I mean, it's, 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 it's infuriating. And I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to be yelling at you guys because you guys get it. But it's like my frustration with people who, like, I'm disappointed in mainly, like, a majority of, like, people in my generation and, and, and people who would consider themselves to be, like, outside the box, free thinkers and, and things like that it, it, because they're not getting it. They're not understanding. So net neutrality was introduced in 2015 to essentially address uh, a problem that didn't exist. Typical government boondoggle, right? It's like, let's create, let's, let's, let's offer up a solution for a problem that doesn't exist. There was no, I mean, there was basically, there was nothing wrong. But it was, it was the, like I said, it was these content providers that had, essentially lobbied the government. Now, why would they do that? Why, why, would, why would they do that? Well, they did that because internet service providers like Comcast, AT&T, Verizon, etc. Internet service providers were basically saying to Netflix, because you have to understand, our times are changing, right? I'm, maybe some of you out there have heard like companies use the, the, the term pivot to video. You know, when I worked for this marketing company, I basically pioneered our video uh, marketing efforts, and we made we we made a lot of money on Facebook using video. Um, and the the we live in a time ever since like you know 2013 14 or so 2000 you know 12 I think Netflix came around around in 2010 and then every year they started to kind of originally it was just like send you the DVDs in the mail and then. The streaming service started to come around, I think, around 2010, but it wasn't really that good. It started getting better and better. Anyway, so around 2013, 14, you know, and, and now video is everything. Video is everything and everywhere on every phone and every computer. Everything is video. Video, 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 video. Video is huge. YouTube proves that. YouTube is massive. Videos on Facebook, video on Twitter, video on Instagram, video on Snapchat. Video is everywhere. Companies have, quote unquote, pivoted to video. People, more and more people are using video for their content. So because we're all choosing to use video, because Netflix is using video, you know, you have Hulu, you have Amazon, you have Netflix, you have YouTube, you have all of these, you know, which is essentially, which is Google, all these companies, like uh, Amazon with their video streaming service, 
all these companies are using video, right? So the internet service providers, you know, the people that provide us with the internet, right? Okay, like do people, I don't know if people forget that or not. They want to make, I mean, sure, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like AT&T sucks. Yeah, Verizon sucks. Yeah, Comcast sucks. Yes, Time Warner, they suck. I, we know, we know. Look, this is life. Life sucks sometimes, right? Like, it's the moments that we choose to make beautiful. You know, not like things just don't aren't going to be perfect. You know, it's just that. So yeah, so these companies, yeah, they suck, but they're the one. They're the internet service providers. They provide the service to access the internet, right? Who, who, like, like, yeah, like, I would love to just have free internet connection, free Wi-Fi, you know, no internet service providers. It's just out there. It's available. Everyone can access. Nobody owns it. It's totally decentralized, totally democratized. It's just this, like, free, magical, wonderful, amazing, cool, new, free internet worldwide. Everybody has access to the internet. It's just free and magical and cool and free. But that's just not the way the world works. That's not reality. We're not, you're not living in reality if you think that. Like, yes, I want that. Yes. I mean, this is the same thing like with Bernie Sanders. Everything that he said, it's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, of course. Free college? Yeah. I want everything that you're talking about. Yes. But how? It, it's not based in reality. It's just, it's not doable. You can, it's, there's 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 incentive structures there's fundamental natures of uh, of systems and 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 when you take from one area you or when you give to one area you take from another that's just that's the that's the way the world works every single thing is in constant state of flux reality is in motion everything is being birthed into existence and everything is dying at the same Time, it's creative destruction, chaos and order. It's the dance of the ebb and flow of the cosmic, eternal, infinite universe. This is the way the world, it's magical. It's fucking beautiful. I wouldn't want it to be any other way. It's what makes everything so interesting and fun. Pleasure wouldn't be fun without pain. Sunny days wouldn't be enjoyable without rain. Oh shit, that rhymed. (laughs) Oh, I just gonna start going on now. Um, I'm gonna be a poet. But who else is going to provide us with internet if not internet service providers? Okay? So this is the way the system works, right? You have content providers who provide the content. Now, like I said, it wouldn't it be wonderful if the content providers could just provide the content directly to us and we could we all have free, magical, you know, cosmic uh, you know, internet service just provided by, you know, whatever, God knows what. I don't know, something. Some, some, some unicorn fairy entity. But like I said, we have internet service providers. We have these companies. Yeah, they're not great. Yeah, they suck. But they're the ones that are there that are doing it. So like who else is going to do it, right? What's the, what's the other option? Now, the other option is a fucking scary option. And the thing that frightens me the most is that when people rally around net neutrality and oh, they make internet service providers out to be the bad the bad guys internet service providers want to charge you more money to access the internet once again let's follow the logic of reality 
No, I don't like this, but yes, this is the way it is. No, this is not the greatest thing in the world, but this is the way it is. It's just the facts. It's just reality. I'm sorry if you don't want to exist in reality, and if you don't want the facts, then I don't know what to tell you. But I don't want internet to be provided by anybody else other than private companies. I would rather encounter the, the perils and the dangers of a private company that is beholden to its customers to satisfy its customers. What, like, I hear people talk about, like, oh, so they're going to charge more money and they're going to slow down our speed. Why would they do that? Why would they fuck their customers? Why would internet, why would a company fuck over its customers? Its customers would just simply leave that company. You know what I mean? That's not the way the world works. When you run a business, you want to provide quality. When you run a business in in a free market, which is, that's the caveat. Because right now, we do not have free market capitalism. We have crony, uh, we have crony capitalism, aka we have socialism for uh, corporations and companies, and we have basically a mixture of socialism and free market capitalism for everybody else, uh, or rather, just capitalism. You know, it's 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 like all these all these things that people rally around and and chant and cry about. It's like it's for the benefit of the power of the, of the established power of the companies, not for the benefit of you as much, but they use you to make you think that. So the internet service providers, like getting back to what I was talking about, right? So you have the content providers that are providing the content. Now they provide them through the channels or the roads, if you will, uh, the, of the internet service providers, right? But because there's so much video, it's clogging up the bandwidth, right? So the internet service providers are saying, hey, dude, Netflix, Amazon, Facebook, Google, YouTube, all these companies, you guys are really clogging up our bandwidth, and there's only a limited amount of bandwidth, so we're going to have to spend a lot of money to build larger infrastructures to handle all this stuff that you're sending our way because we can't handle it all and provide you know, like good service to, to people. So we're going to have to, they're, they're basically, the, 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 the internet service providers, the ISPs, are saying to Netflix, to Amazon, to, to all the tech giants, all the content providers, we are going to charge you guys because you guys are the ones who are using our services to, to, to provide the content to the people. Now, what that means is that they want to, they want to charge the content providers so that they can build more bandwidth, so they can handle the content that they are providing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I mean, like, I'm trying to think of, like, an analogy for this, but it's like, um, you know, I, you know, you're, you're, if I'm, like, baking bread and, like, selling bread to a store, right, and I'm baking, like, so much bread, but the store is, like, really tiny, the store is going to be like, holy shit, like we have such a tiny store and we're getting all this bread that's coming in. Like we're going to have to like build the store uh, like more. So they like turn to me and they say, hey, look, we can't we can't take all your bread anymore because our store is so small. We just we don't have enough room. 
um, you know, but what, what, what we're going to do is we're going to have to actually expand our operation. So we're going to have to build a, a bigger store. But because we're spending money to build a bigger store, because it costs money, when you take from one area, you have to give to another. When you give to one area, you have to take from another. I mean, so it's like when we're building our store bigger, we're going to have to charge you a little bit more money um, because we're going to have to you know, make up for that because we're building our store. Like we are building a larger store. So we have to pay for a larger store. So we're going to have to charge you a little bit more money so we can you know, pay for that store, but we can also house all your bread. I don't know. I just made that analogy up off the top of my head. But basically what's happening is the content service providers, rather than the internet service providers, um, the, uh, rather than the ISPs, turn to their customers and say, well, we're going to have to charge you guys more money. They're turning to the content providers, Netflix and et cetera, to charge them more money. And like I said, we have these internet service providers, and I would much rather have internet service providers that are going to charge content providers more money, and then to build bigger infrastructure to handle the bandwidth, and then in turn, the content service providers will probably charge us a little bit more money, but we already do that. We already pay premium, because otherwise, you're going to get television. You're going to get radio. You're going to get, you're going to get, you're going to get the DMV. You know, if, the, if there were no internet service providers and the internet was managed by the government, oh my God, disgusting. Could you imagine a more disgusting, vile, I mean, that's it, forget about, forget about any sort of resistance or revolution or changing of, 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 of uh, the consciousness or, you know, forget about any of that, that's over. The internet, if the internet's provided by the government, it is lockdown, baby. It's 1984, 110% full throttle. If the internet's provided by the government, it's the DMV. It's the TSA. It's the fucking post office. Everybody gets shit. It's, it's fair and equal across the board. Fair and equal shit for everybody. But that's not what this country is all about. That's not what this country is built on. We are built on innovation and revolution, and entrepreneurship, and competition, and collaboration, and innovation, and progress. That's what makes this country great. It's people, and it's people who invent things that make things better for its people. But when everybody starts meddling and getting involved, that's when things get bad. When government starts meddling around, when corporations are allowed to lobby government, when, when people are scratching each other's backs and paying for favors, and giving welfare out and subsidies out and these sorts of things to corporations, and then the people get fucked. People get screwed. It's all over for us. So the ISPs are saying that Netflix and other video companies are clogging up the bandwidth, and because of that, they need to create these fast lanes that 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 you know that they can provide the larger content for the larger content providers will have to pay for, and then the slower the slower lanes will be for everyone else, right? Because it's like. But it's not going to be, it's not slow, right? So, so another thing is what they're using is they're using this fear-mongering to, to drum up support. Like all the companies, they're like, oh, imagine a day with, you know, what would happen if net neutrality wasn't around? Let's imagine what it would be like. And they show like a spin, it takes time to load and it's like spinning around. Uh, no, <laughs> that's not, that's not, they're, they're using that to scare you, to frighten you so that you, so they have they win your support they win the public support so that they 
get the favors and the handouts from the government so that they prevent any other competition from coming in, any other smaller companies from coming in and competing to offer better services and better prices. Everybody knows that competition allows better prices. When there's, when there's supply and demand and there's a free market and people are allowed to compete for, to win your support, to win your loyalty, it's the best products and services that win. And it evens the playing field for everybody else. Prices fall and, and even out and everything is about, you know, and, and, and it is already sort of like that. You know what I mean? Like right now, you can, you can have access to Spotify for free, right? Spotify is free. But you get commercials. So it's like, you know, you can either pay to like get rid. Like, I love that model. I absolutely love that. If television had that model, I would 100% pay to eliminate all commercials on television. You, like I said, this is America. This is what this country is great about. You, we can pay for what we want. People have the freedom and the choice to make decisions about how they want to have experiences in this world. And if you're somebody who doesn't make a lot of money and you want to listen to music and you want to listen to Spotify, all right, so you'll deal with the commercials. You'll deal with the quote-unquote slower uh, bandwidth or whatever because essentially that's what the commercials are. It just it's like it takes, uh, it takes more time to experience the pleasurable content that you you know, want to enjoy, oh, commercials on. Well, now I have to, my, my joy has to cease for a, a temporary period of time because unfortunately I don't have the funds to ma- make, you know, to make this uh, more enjoyable. Oh, so maybe, maybe I should, you know, maybe I should actually, you know, work a little bit harder and like improve my life and like maybe I can make a little bit more money so I can actually, you know, get the things that I want, right? So, you know, I pay for Spotify. I pay $9.99 a month, and I've been paying $9.99 a month for, for like eight years. And I love Spotify. I love it. I enjoy the shit out of it. By the way, Mike Adelic is now on Spotify. So you might be listening to this podcast right now on Spotify. How awesome is that? You can, you can go and you can access this podcast on Spotify. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Um, so thank you to Spotify for accepting me because they only accept a certain amount of podcasts. So uh, I'm grateful for you. But um, right. So what, what, back to what I was talking about. The, you can pay to have a more pleasurable experience, you know? And, and, and Netflix, you know, Netflix is a fair price. Netflix actually just raised its rate a dollar. Well, I wonder why. Could it be maybe because they're anticipating the fall of net neutrality? So net neutrality will, will, will diminish. And Netflix anticipated that. And they were like, you know what? We better, we better raise our rates a dollar you know, now for whatever reason. I mean, it's a dollar. Is it, is it going to kill you? Right? I mean, it's not that much. You can have access to you know, Hulu. You can have access to Amazon. You can have access to... HBO Now, you know, all these wonderful, amazing, you know, YouTube is rolling out YouTube TV. There's all of these amazing options that people can pay to have access for. You can choose, right? We have the freedom to choose. It's just like everything else in the world, supply and demand. That's how humans function. We function on that level. So, you know, 
this is this is an issue that's that's really 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 important. Um, and we need to get it right. We need to understand what's going on, right? Nobody. I'm not saying that I support internet service providers. I don't support internet service providers, content providers. I don't support any of these fucking people. The only thing that I support is freedom, freedom. And I know that when when the government introduces, like I said, net neutrality, right? Uh, one of the things that uh, that I was talking about before was how net neutrality is new, right? It's new. It was introduced in 2015. So another uh, objection that I've been hearing a lot lately is like, right? So like the the charging, like these companies, they're gonna they're gonna rape us, they're gonna charge us, they're gonna slow us our speeds down, they're gonna slow our load time down. So my question to that is like, number one, why would a company that wants your money and wants your loyalty and wants to keep you satisfied as a customer, slow your speed down and fuck you over. No, they're going to try and make it as fair as possible. But like I said, they need to build more infrastructure. That costs money. Content providers are providing more content. It's clogging up bandwidth. This all, everything comes from something else. It's all connected. We're all benefiting when this happens, though. We all benefit because this is, this is innovation and progress, and we all get joy and pleasure out of the entertainment that's being provided to us. Um, so the other question I have is, if, if companies, if internet service providers were going to gouge and rape and, and slow our speeds down and all this kind of stuff, well, then why didn't they choose to do it before? Why didn't they choose to do that before net neutrality was introduced? Well, maybe it was because the that like there was a problem in the market and Netflix, Amazon and those companies got together to solve it between themselves with Comcast and and the other guys. Yeah, they didn't need the government to intervene. They solved it between themselves and we were fine. And then we moved on. Yeah, there's a problem. Okay, there's a solution. But to basically give any power to the state in in this magical, wonderful technology, the internet is a is a crime, a tragedy and a crime, right? Because my biggest fear is 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 that. My biggest fear is a shutdown and a control of that. Because they they are they are scared to death about the power that the internet provides to you the the internet pr- empowers you and it informs you it makes you and if you're if you're smart if you go online and you and you learn if you use this amazing wonderful tool that never before in history has been has been in existence never before in history have people had the the ability to access information talk and connect and see other people from other languages other cultures other races other experiences it's unprecedented, and it is the thing that's going to bring us together. It's the thing that's actually going to turn the tide and, and change our consciousness and us evolve to a greater way of organizing as a species. This is the thing. We cannot give this away to evil tyrants who are going to stifle competition and stifle innovation, hinder progress, and take things 
back to the fucking 17th century, just the same way that government does when it gets involved in everything. Education, uh, you know, <laughs> the war on drugs, the prison system, everything. They, everything they do is backwards. Why would we think that this would be any different? I mean, it's such, it's so, they're so evil, these fucking people, with net neutrality. Ooh, it's neutral net. <laughs> it's evil. It's pure evil. Um, so, you know, these, um, it, it's, it's, it's difficult to get this message out there, you know? It's difficult to penetrate through the chaos and the noise of the clickbait, you know, attention-whoring, uh, rabid, consumer, materialist, vapid, soulless online culture that has been created. It, it's, it's it, the, you know, people look at headlines. People look at buzzwords. People don't even look. They just say, they see net neutrality, they think it feels good, sounds good, I'm for it. We really, we have a big, big problem, you know, and if we're not careful, we're going to, we're going to crash and burn. But anyway, this is, I am extremely passionate about this because this is my livelihood, you know, being able to freely speak online and communicate and connect with you guys is my life. This is, this is, this is what it is. And if, and if we allow, bureaucrats to dictate what's good and what's not good what's allowed and what's not allowed then we get um you know then we get 1984 i mean we're already sort of there you know we're already sort of there like i said before the patriot act no child left behind right the national defense authorization act you know the freedom restoration Progress Act, you know, all of these acts and these bills where they don't even fucking read them and they just pass them and nobody knows what's going on. Nobody's informed. Nobody's aware. These, 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 these fucking parasites just get away with whatever they want. They, they, and you know, and it's, and it's up to fucking stupid idiot moron people like me to just rant in, into a microphone to try and get, tell people what's going on because I have a, a ridiculous amount of time on my hands where I'm able to sift through all of this stuff and, and find out the, the truth, you know? But you, it's not necessarily, it's like you don't have to know every single issue, right? Like, ev like here's what it boils down to. If you know the fundament fundamental nature of power in relationship to the people, then you know that whenever something is being done by, by people who are using force and coercion to do their bidding, that it's wrong. So, you know, and those people are, in our society, we call that the government. Whenever, whenever we give control to the, the, that power structure, we are giving our energy away and we are feeding them vampirically. They are siphoning off our, our energy and they are using it to enhance and enrich their lives and the lives of their constituents and their cronies. But the internet is their, the, the biggest threat. They are so fearful about this. That's why it's so important to them. 
That's why they fabricated this whole Russia propaganda, fake news, blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, anytime you see the, ma- the mainstream media and Republicans and Democrats on both sides coming together on something, it's, it's you know, it's fucked up. It's wrong. It's, it's, you're in big trouble. You, you know that whenever, that, like I said, whenever like the uh, uh, Patriot Act or net neutrality, whenever they introduce one of these Orwellian title names, it's the opposite of what they're doing. It's you're in trouble. We're in trouble. And they know this. Look. This is fucking black magic sorcery. They understand. They know how to manipulate people. They know how to pull the strings. It's, these people are not dumb. They're not, uh, oh, just a bunch of knuckleheads that just can't get the, they don't know, they can't get the, oh, Trump, you know, these guys, are just, they're just knuckleheads that can't get the, the, you know, can't get things done. No, they know. They understand human nature. They understand, they understand the power of persuasion and propaganda and manipulation. They understand the, the dark, sorcerous ways of, of manipulating language and, 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 and using symbols to, uh, to, to, to send basically you know, subconscious programming out into the environment to get people to be docile and acquiesce to the status quo and the agenda to not rattle the cage, you know? And... and we need we need that. That's that is what this like I said. That's what this country was founded on: constant rattling of the cage. We need if if it's if if the if inevitably we're always going to have people in our society who want power over others. Then we inevitably need to have people who are in the know about that. Those people in existence, those predators that are lurking, need to be put in check. That's why we need to be walking, we need to be armed. We need to be walking around armed with information, with truth. That's what we do. That's what the original intention of this country was. The original intention of this country was to have, an, as Thomas Jefferson said, to have only an informed citizenry can prevent a tyrannical government. Only when people know what is really happening. You know, they, the government, they want to know about, they want to know what's going on with us. They want to know, they want transparency to be had in the public sphere. They want, you know, they want to see everything that we're doing. Well, we want to see, we should be allowed to see everything that they're doing, okay? Because they're doing it in our name, with our money. You know, think about that. Everything, that every action they take is saying, we're doing this, I'm doing this in your name, with your money, with your approval. You have, you have consented by not saying anything. By you know, if you don't stand up and speak out and be counted for and say what you truly mean and what you truly believe. But then again, like I said, not many people know. Because the propaganda is so thick. It's omnipotent. It's omnipresent. It is everywhere. It's invisible. It's so heavy. It's invisible. The toxicity that's been emitting from DC and the Beltway and its cronies is so palpable in the air that it's, it's invisible. It's essentially invisible. We live in this like, like bubble, this bubble of carefully crafted, you know, narratives, carefully crafted salesmanship, selling the selling of their ideas and the selling of their agendas. And, and, uh, you know, call me crazy and please do, uh, because it's a compliment, you know, it's a compliment. I think it's a compliment because um, 
you know, I'd rather be crazy than complacent. I'd rather go a little bit too far on the crazy side than just nothing at all. And just, you know, just let let more and more of our civil liberties uh, erode, more and more of our freedoms erode, more and more of the quality of our lives erode, and give more and more power to people who don't care about us but only care about, you know, power, control, domination, and making profit, right? No government law, no government regulation that ever passes ever has you or me in mind. It's, it's, it's for the power structures. It's for the 1%. It's not for you and me, okay? The, the, the better the title of the law, the regulation or whatever, the better the title it sounds, the worse it is. It's always the opposite, okay? And the, the like, you know, the, this, this, is, um, this is really serious. You know, this is really, really important. Really important. Um, and, you know, I, as I think I was saying before, but I think I went off on a tangent, if you understand the incentive structure, if you understand the fundamental nature of what the state is, if you understand how the state works with the larger power structures in our society, the institutions, Hollywood, uh, you know, the intellectual class, the, the Silicon Valley, Wall Street, Federal Reserve, if you understand how all of these people operate, the defense contractors, the think tanks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, then you understand that they're playing a game with between them and they need us as the 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 chips you know they the, where are the chips and they're playing the game that's that's the way that that goes um but again i keep going off i keep forgetting to nail this point down but the point that i'm nailing down is that the gov- the, the 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 very nature of a government that that relies on Threats of violence, threats of imprisonment, which is essentially kidnapping, or threats of, not threats of, well, yes, well, threats of, 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 of kidnapping and violence if you don't pay them, which is essentially uh, slavery, through slavery and theft, through taxation and whatnot. They are just our perceived moral mafia. It's, it's essentially, I mean, the, the state is the mafia. They're just, they just happen to be on the, the side of our perception in which we don't perceive them to be, quote-unquote, the mafia. But they function in the same exact way. The mafia smuggles drugs, and you know the mafia offers their serve their protection for a price. Um, the government does the same thing. Mafia will kidnap you and whack you. Government will do the same thing. Mafia will come into a place and shoot it up and take over. Government does the same thing. So there's literally no difference between the two other than what we perceive to be right and what we perceive to be wrong, what they, you know, what they sell us to be right and wrong. Now, I, don't, I would not want the internet to be controlled by the mafia. So this is why this net neutrality thing 
is so, 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 so important. But you got to be able to come up for air. You got to be able to not get so emotional. You know, like someone just called me like a fucking retard on Twitter, right? <laughs> because they, they, they don't know. You know, and it's, you know, I can't, I don't blame people. I don't blame people for being misinformed. I don't blame people for not being in the know. It's very difficult to do that. I do sort of blame people for rallying around and, and chanting and yelling and screaming so hard for a team that they don't know anything about. Net neutrality is not your friend. Net neutrality is not your buddy. Facebook is not your friend. Google is not your friend. The state certainly is not your friend. You got, you're walking around in a predatory environment where everybody's trying to give you something but also get something from you in return. And you got to be aware of that. You got to walk with, like I said, armed with the tools of the truth, armed with knowledge and understanding, armed with information. So, you know, look, the internet is a magical gift that can have the that has had the power and will have the power to liberate us because let, let me tell you something. We have so much freedom here, we don't realize. Yes, I I complain and I talk about the freedoms that we're losing and things like that, but if if we are to talk about some kind of visionary, transcendental, you know, shift in consciousness, moving to more of a sustainable you know, reputable, respectful uh, economy and people that are operating on a level of a higher consciousness that's in tune and harmony and in balance with the, with the environment and with the people around us and living more responsibly and with more freedom in a decentralized peer-to-peer network sharing relationship in, 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 in our society. If we're able to, to function in this kind of archaic revival, as Terrence McKenna had talked about, you know, this kind of using the best of what we've had from the innovations of the free market capitalist system that we've had in this country, you know, the, or the limited, uh, you know, the, we, but the innovations that have come from the private sector, the innovations that have come from people making things, inventing things, providing services and providing goods to people to help alleviate the suffering of, of their lives and to make things better and more enjoyable. That's, the, that's what this country is all about. If we're able to, to elevate to a higher level, it's because of the freedom of the internet. It's because of the freedom of our people. It's because we can, we're, if, if any place is able to do it, it's here. That's what I'm trying to say. If, if anybody has a chance of, of evolving to the next level, it's America. It's here. It's us. It's now. We have the tools, the technology, the people. And not only that, we are, we are a revolutionary people. We are built on burning down old ideas that don't serve us and creating new. We are, we are a, a people that doesn't just you know, burn down uh, existing models, but we're a people that invents new models and makes old ones obsolete. Slowly and slowly, the old power structures of the past are become are you know, they are gasping for air, they are clinging on for life because they know they are being phased out 
through the natural progress of the human evolution of consciousness and innovation. And when I talk about an evolution of consciousness, that shit is real. And what does it come from? It comes from a combination of having direct experiences from entering in altered states, from, from working on yourself in an, inner, in an inward way, discovering who you are, what you're all about, and what, you know, what it means to be alive in this world to yourself, the inner journey, the inner journey, and also that higher level of consciousness evolution happens because we are all talking to each other. We are, all, we are as Terrence McKenna would say, monkeys making small mouth noises. We are, we are transmuting and transmitting the thoughts in our minds like telepathy that's mediated by technology that we call the internet. We are, we are vomiting our brains online and then sharing them and building the language of the new future. The new modalities of the future are being built because we're able to talk to each other. We're able to know each other and see each other. And yeah, there's a lot of divisiveness and arguing and trolling that goes online, but we're teenagers. We're babies. We're 13-year-olds throwing a temper tantrum at each other. We're fighting it. This isn't going to be an easy process. It's a rough process. But just like the, the collect, just like the rites of initiation that I talk about so importantly that I'm a big believer in, rites of passage for, uh, for, for children to become adults, the rites of passage are a tumultuous, challenging time, and we are collectively going through a rite of passage. We are collectively integrating a massive psychological bomb that exploded from the invention of the internet and from the invention of psychedelics. And, the, you know, we are integrating that experience collectively in real time for the past 60 years or so. As a culture, we are figuring out who we are. We are looking at each other and figuring out who we are. We're communicating and sharing ideas with each other. And that is in it, it is making our brains work and grow and, 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 you know, it, we're building this, this new future by doing that, by sharing ideas and language with each other. You know, I, could, I can go on, but I, you get the point. So the ability that we have with the internet is so crucial, okay? It's so crucial. And, and you, we cannot give it up to tyrants. That's the thing here. That's the biggest thing here. I'd rather be at the mercy of internet service providers and quote-unquote greedy capitalist pigs than be at the mercy of tyrannical, murderous, sociopathic, parasitical, evil doers. The mafia that is the state. All of the biggest tragedies and crimes, murders and terrible Horrible events that have happened in history happen at the hands of a centralized authoritarian power structure. It, they don't come from the private entrepreneurial sector of people that are providing goods and services. Now, that's not to say that bad things don't happen from those people, but they do. They do, because we live in reality where bad and good things happen all the time, and not everybody's perfect, and everybody is looking out for themselves and trying to protect their self-interest. That's just the way human nature is. If you don't think that people have their, their own self-interest at, at stake, then you're naive, you're ignorant, and you need to educate yourself, because that is the true nature of, of, human, of humanity. And it's, and, but 
It's, it's like Jordan Peterson says, know that you're a monster. Know that you have the capacity for evil. Know that you have the capacity to do wrong. Know that you are an animal, a savage. But the greatest thing about the evolution of consciousness that's come over the, the last, you know, since the dawn of time, and that is evolving at an exponential rate because of the powerful, magical, wonderful philosopher's stone of the internet, is because we are coming online. We are using more language, inventing more words. It's because we are evolving. We are evolving together with each other. But don't be foolish and think that we're all just eternal. Everybody's, everything's going to work out. People should, oh, people should just be good. We're all loving, light beings of infinite love and energy. Yes, that may be true. And I think that is true. But at the same time, we're also animals that are capable of brutal, savage, greedy, terrible shit. You know? I mean, fuck. It's just, it's, 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 there, there is no black and white. It's gray. Everything is gray. It, you have to be able to operate in a world of nuance and gray. If you, only, if you operate in a world of black and white, you will only get extremes. You will only get one side or the other. And you will never get the truth. You know, you can't stop. You can't stop hate with hate. You can't stop violence with violence. You can't stop anger with anger. You need to do something else, something radically different. You need to explore other avenues of thought. You need to be more open-minded. You need to take psychedelics so that you can increase your openness and so you can be more creative, <laughs> you know, and, and, and more uh, in tune with your body and with your mind, and who you are, and what you are. And knowing that like you hold that capacity for bad and good inside of you, and it's all about what you choose to use it, and how to use it. You know, uh, the, like, I, I, the, the, the government operates on, 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 with force, but the private sector operates, when it's not in bed with the government, it operates with power. And there's a difference between power and force. Force is violating people's rights to take what you want and not give a shit about anybody else and using powerful, forceful gestures and threats to get your way. Holding power is knowing that you have the capability to exhibit force, but you choose not to because you're interested in your own self-interest to benefit off of what you could provide to the people. It's ruling with more love than fear, and that's the difference. It's, it's not to say that, that corporations love you, but they love themselves because they have their own self-interest in mind, and they can only exist by providing you with good quality services and, and goods. And, and, and we get you know, innovation happens because we have the freedom that allows me, if I want to, to start a uh, rival to Netflix, you know, that'll, that'll, that'll be cheaper. Hey, I'm starting uh, Mike Flicks, Mikeadelic Flicks, $5 a month. I'm going to have the best movies that you want to see on my site streaming $5 a month. Holy shit. Wow. Com a competitor to Netflix. What else can I offer that can make it better? Well, I don't know. How about um, 
you know, better picture quality, better load times, you know, whatever. You know, like when this, this whole like net neutrality thing, you know, I mean, like, could you imagine if like, does anybody know what Blockbuster Video is? Blockbuster Video. Could you imagine if Blockbuster Video essentially tried to prevent innovation from happening and, you know, lobbied the government to try and get laws and rules and legislation passed that prevented, uh, you know, oh, well, you have these, uh, you're going to have these uh, content service providers, they're going to provide video and they're going to, you know, they're going to undercut us and, 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 and you know, they're, they're going to be uh, whatever, like, you know, they're going to be, or they're charging, they're going to charge more or something, whatever the fucking argument is going to be. But could you imagine, like, if if Blockbuster Video did something to prevent uh, Netflix, and, and base, let me see if I could clear up what I just said, because it was a little messy. Ba- basically, what I was saying is that, um, like, so 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 you have like the, the you know these these regulations right like we're talk when we're talking about net neutrality it's like these regulations they serve the purposes of 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 keeping the status quo like it's the regulation always comes in to be, like I said before it's a benefit to the status quo to the established power not to you it, it, they're put in they're put in place to f- put a freeze essentially on innovation they put a freeze on the current business model that operates within the current power structure. They put a freeze on that, and you know it's profitable for everyone that's connected politically and to the businesses, you know the cronyism and the and that whole thing, and it dampens the 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 the, the innovation and the market forces that signal when you know the supply and demand of prices. And little guys from entering in and competing, and you know, like net neutrality. That's what net neutrality is doing. It's it's Amazon, Facebook, Google. You know, all these companies, Netflix. They are, you know, and other content providers. They they rely on these networks like you know Comcast and stuff to carry their content, to deliver their content to people. And the current business model embodies all, you know, embodies the the, the this principle. Where, like, where, where the networks treat everything like it's the same. Like, it, like oh, okay, you have all this, 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 you know, you have all this video coming in. We're going to treat it the same as, like, you know, somebody that's just, like, writing a blog. Well, like, look, I mean, you know, like I said before, I'm not on the side of, like, paying more. I'm not on the side of internet service providers, but this is how the thing functions. This is a reality. And I would, I would be, I would rather have, I would rather be beholden to internet service providers and content providers than be beholden. To, I'm sorry, I'd rather be beholden to internet service providers than be beholden than be than be beholden to a fucking, you know, government that relies on force and coercion and who wants to introduce more regulations and laws and this whole thing with you know reclassifying the internet as Title II, like it, 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 as a utility. That's what they do. More regulations, more laws, more, you know, FCC guidelines. Like, who the fuck is, why are there people out there cheering for the FCC? Hello? Like, why are you on, like, the FCC won't let me be, they won't let me be me, they won't let me see. Remember that? Does anyone remember Eminem? Like, like hip-hop? Like, we wouldn't have, like, the FCC has been always constantly fights 
to, 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 to regulate and control because we live in a fucking fearful, paranoid environment of fundamentalist assholes who are afraid, who, 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 who feel that they need to you know, grab on to any kind of power to have control over you so they can dominate you, so they can make money, so that you can suffer and be at their will. You know, and I'm not saying that like every single person that works in government walks around thinking about this every day. That's the that's the the fundamental nature of the structure of the system. That's the inherent. That's what's built into its its existence. You know, it's like like a like you know like a bear eats salmon. Like that's what government does. Like government eats us. Like that's what it does. Like, we are we're just swimming in the river, and the river is just flowing naturally. And we're the fish and we're, you know, we, you know, life eats life, right? I mean, that's the way things go. But we're being preyed upon, you know, by this, this force that, that, that like fish, other fish in the river are like, oh no, that's good. We want that. We want the bear to eat us. Like we want that, you know, (laughs) why the fuck would we want that? We don't want that. I don't want to live in a, in a fucking world that's regulated and controlled by fucking fearful primitive, backwards, stupid little monkeys that are throwing their shit at each other that occupy uh, government institutions and establishments who know nothing about the industries that they're regulating and getting involved in. The, the government cannot possibly know about all of these. You know, that's why we have people that are in the private sector, because those people make it their jobs and their duty to innovate and invent the future. Meanwhile, you have some assholes, the mafia, who want a cut of it all, the government essentially, the mafia government. And they don't know anything. Uh, I think I've said pretty much almost everything I have to say. Um, You know, I I just, I'll say that I think that the next 9-11 is going to be a uh, cyber thing, and that's going to lead the FCC or the government or whoever to try and push for more rules and more regulation because the cat's out of the bag People are talking, hey, look at this past election, right? I mean, WikiLeaks, like all this stuff. This is a, this is a game changer. This is a game changer for us, for the, side, for the people who are on the side of truth. But we're really, we're in a war right now. And, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but Alex Jones' show is uh, aptly titled. I mean, it is. It's an info war. Uh, it's an info war, folks. Right now, there's 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 government, there's mind control. You know, I had to, uh, you know, I don't smoke weed, but I had to test the weed. Uh, I had to make sure because they're they're putting mind control agents in there. My, you know, <laughs> it'll get me all hot and bothered when I start sweating. I smell like ham. <laughs> but you know, he he's like, I guess his paranoia is like somewhat justified because he's right. I mean, we really are in an info war, you know, we're in an info war, but people need to be able to, people need to be informed about what's going on. You know, people need to be able to have the choice to choose what they, what they want to, uh, you know, be informed about and, and, and care about. Right. You know, at the end of the day, like I said, again, say it again, because it's true. You know, the biggest threat to humanity is the idea that we can police humanity, the, that we can control and we can regulate humanity. 
that we can punish people for doing things that we don't like, that we can create rules and regulations and laws that will keep us in line and keep us from acting good and moral and noble. No, fuck that. You act good and moral and noble because that's who you are. Every baby that's born on the planet is born good and honorable and noble and true and morally right with a sense of curiosity and awe and wonder and, and, and a yearning desire to know and learn and to consume information and to figure things out, to see how they work and to play with other people. No differentiation between race and color and creed and gender. And We learn all this stuff. We learn all this stuff because we, we learn them from, from, from you know, the, the bones of a dying world who, who are trying to keep us in the system of established power, who are trying to keep us in the current scam and scheme of the business model of the way that things are. But we need to break out of that. We need to start thinking for ourselves. Question everything. Think for yourself. Question authority. Think for yourself. Timothy Leary. Okay? It, 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 you know, it's, it's so simple, but it's true. So all this fear-mongering, all this saber-rattling about, oh, God, oh, boy, you know, oh, if net neutrality falls, it's all over, you know, we're going to lose, you know, all oh, these internet service providers, they're going to charge us, they're going to slow us down, it's going to be, oh, it's going to be, what do you, like, why, why would private companies do that? Why would they do that? Again, I'm saying this again, because it's just so insane to me. To think that you're, you're the 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 fear is so misplaced. There, there's no like, there's always a reason to be skeptical for a- anybody that holds any sort of power influence in your life, who's offering you any sort of good or service or anything like that. We need to be aware. We need to be awake, and we need to be keeping power in check. We need to be keeping companies in check and corporations in check and all these things. But at the end of the day, we need to be abolishing the fucking federal government. That's what we need to be doing because they wouldn't be able to get away with the things that they're able to get away with if there wasn't a fucking giant tool that is a gun that's in the room that they're able to use at will by bribery and, you know, all that other stuff. All that other, all that other good stuff, right? Net neutrality is not your friend. It's, it's, it's this... Trojan horse sort of language that says, hey, we're friendly, we're cool, invite us in. It's this, it's the one of the things in this world that really scares me the most is this happy, happy, joy, joy, like, hey, everything's nice, we're all good. You know, when, when you have like Jimmy Fallon or fucking Stephen Colbert or like John Oliver or any of these fucking happy, joy, joy people telling you like, you know, hey, vote for Hillary Clinton, you know, vote for war criminals and hey, like, you know. Uh, you know, give away more of your, your hard-earned dollars and support these brands and do this and do that. Yay, everything's going to be happy, happy, joy, joy. Take these happy pills. Okay, keep taking your happy pills. Don't question anything. Go to work. Like, just keep going. Keep doing the things that we tell you to do. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. I mean, that's the creepiest, creepiest, just like most unpleasant, scary, surreal, creepy black mirror kind of like world right like this like i I look i really see the world like a lot a large portion of the world as like a black mirror kind of vibe it's really 
super creepy, weird, and and just um, yeah, it's scary. It could be scary. It could be scary because, and I'll tell you why. It's not because, like I said, it's not because any of these things are necessarily inherently bad. It's because of what we give to them. I'm not afraid of the the thing that I fear the most. The thing that I fear the most is like you know, like like my my someone to like hear me talking right like my brother like hears me talking right now and he's like oh i don't know man i i gotta like report you to the authorities because i don't think what you're doing is right it's like my my the biggest my biggest fear is people like me and you who are just living our lives who are not preying upon other people we're not sociopaths we're not parasites we're not war criminals we're not abusing anybody else we're not sex traffickers we're not we're not slave owners we're just people that want to live our lives make a little bit of money, have some things, go on vacation, be able to, you know, love and enjoy time with people that we care about. You know, we're just normal people that want to do those things. So my biggest fear is the whipped up hysteria that gets that gets sent out there through the mainstream media and the propaganda of the state and the propaganda of the comedians and all these people that want you to to, to, to sell your soul away to the brands and to the established powers. People get whipped up into that hysteria, and then those people turn on us. It's the, the, my biggest fear is of other people. You know, people like the, the, there was a meme out there. I remember one time, like, the fall of society won't be, uh, the fall of society will come from men who are just doing their jobs. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just doing my job. Like, I got to take you in. Like, no, you don't. You're following this, like, corrupt idea. You're following this, this, this weird, like, agreement that we've all kind of, like, sort of not really made, but just, like, happens, and we don't question it, and we don't put it in check. So that's my biggest fear. My biggest fear is that people will rally around, keep net neutrality, keep it, you know, like, and give more power to the federal government, more power to the FCC. Because you know that's the plan. That's what always happens, right? As soon as we give, a, we give a, we give an inch, they take a mile. You know, we we gave the Patriot Act passed. They didn't even read what was that famous quote, Nancy Pelosi? Well, we have to read the bill. We have to pass the law in order for it. We have to pass it in order for it us to know what's in it. You know, and they and they always create like the the government is in, in is not incentivized to shrink. They're not incentivized. They're not incentivized to say, um, oh, well, you know, how many people can we can we keep out of prison? How many people, how many tickets do we, do we, how many, you know, tickets do we have to, uh, that we don't issue out to people? That They don't use that as a measure of success. They, their measure of success is how much more can we, uh, how many more people can we throw in jail? How many more regulations can we issue? How many more fines can we hand out? How many more tickets can we have? Because that, that, in their warped mind, is some sort of twisted form of progress, which is insane. How many windows can we break, you know, so we can hire people to stimulate the economy to repair the windows? I mean, it's insane. As John Perkins said, who was on this show a couple episodes back, it's a death economy. We need to turn this into a life economy, into a love economy, not a death economy, not a fear economy. An economy that is of, of, of people who are awake and aware and know what's going on and there's transparency 
and we know the truth and we know what we're getting into and we are buying into the right things, the things that work for us. So we're not constantly walking around going, God damn it, I'm getting ripped off again. Ah, these people are ripping me off. These people are ripping me off. I'm getting screwed over left and right. I can't get a break. I can't. And, and, and it, it becomes overwhelming. So then we just tune into CNN or MSNBC or, or HBO's John Oliver show and we just buy into whatever the fuck they're saying, and whatever they're telling us. Everything that they're telling us is a lie. Everything that you've ever been told pretty much is a lie. The whole fundamental structure of your belief system from the indoctrinated education system is meant for one purpose and one purpose only, to make you not question anybody's authority, to make you obedient workers, to make you go along with the status quo and the established power, don't rattle the cage, and just be the victim in a predatory environment where people are, t- are using you as a pawn to push their uh, agendas for political power, for profit, for control, for domination, and, um, and slavery. So, to sum this all up, net neutrality is not your friend. Net neutrality is an Orwellian title that means the exact opposite of what it is intended to do. Just like the Patriot Act and other acts like that is meant to take away more of our freedoms, more of our liberties. It's meant to stifle and hinder progress and innovation in the private sector. And it's meant to make you think that there's greedy capitalists out there that want to just take all your money and make you slaves to the the dollar, you know? But the government, we're good. They're good people. They're benevolent angels that they're not humans. They don't. They don't have self-interest. They don't have, they're not motivated. They're angels. And they're here to watch over you and protect you. You know, the Trump administration. You know, the government. You know, the people who are responsible for the most death, destruction, murder, perpetual war. The, the people that are responsible for poisoning the water supply. The people, the, the EPA, you know, disasters. the fucking the people that throw you in a cage like an animal for smoking a plant that comes out of God's green earth, the people that are responsible for pulling over black people and shooting them at at will, the people that are responsible for loading up, uh, like I said, loading up the prison system, throwing people in cages like animals because they don't agree with the certain kinds of substances that they put in their body. The people that are afraid of citizens waking up and having from, from us having profound, enlightening experiences that make us come fully online into our mind, into our body, into our soul, that make us aware of what's going on, that we're informed, that we're empowered by the use of whatever we choose to use, our, our bodies, our choices, our minds, our choices. Right now, the system that we have set in place for people to choose to buy goods and services, to choose to pay more, to choose to, you know, yeah, maybe it's not the perfect system, but it works and it works well. Now get the fucking government out of the goddamn way. I don't want to be living in a fucking dystopian future. We're all a bunch of fucking brainwashed slaves. Too bad it's already here. You guys have the power to wake up, share this show, share this kind of information. 
do your own research. Don't just listen to me. Please don't just listen to me. I could be wrong about some things. And if I am, message me and let me know, please. Communication is what, if, if there's anything that I stand for above truth, freedom, and liberty and peace, it's commu- open communication. And that's why I, I did this episode, because I believe that open, free communication is the way that things should be. So if you have questions for me, message me, email me. Guys, you, I, 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 forget, I don't really say this on every show. I, I kind of forget, but you can find me at, on Twitter at Mike Brank. I also have um, for this podcast is at Mikeadelic Pod. I'm on Instagram at Mike Brank. It's my personal page at Mikeadelic underscore podcast for Instagram for the podcast. You can find me on Facebook, my, Mike Brankatelli on Facebook. I have a Mikeadelic Facebook page that I want to start using more. I want to create a group so we can have group chats and we can talk about these things so we can all debate and we can all communicate together and find out what's the best way to talk about this stuff. Maybe I got some things wrong. Maybe maybe you guys have some extra uh, things that you want to add that, that I didn't even think about. You know, that happens a lot. I record a show and I, and I end it and I go, fuck, I forgot like 10 things I wanted to get on there. You guys make this show. You guys are this show. I'm not just saying that like some fucking politician that spits out empty platitudes to win your votes. I literally mean that. I, I will do anything for you, and um, I mean that. I will answer any question, any email. I will do anything. If, 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 it's, if I think it's worthy of doing, I will do it. Um, communicate with me. Ask me. Follow me on, on those social, social media. Once again, at Mike Brank, um, pretty much at Mike Brank everywhere. And then the podcast, Mike Adelic, of course, you can search and you can find that as well. Um, hit me up, message me, ask me questions. Let's communicate. Let's figure this thing out together. Let's see how we can elevate and, and, and evolve our consciousness together by communicating and exchanging thoughts and ideas and language that builds upon each other to create new modalities and new realities that build a better future and make the old archaic predatory one obsolete. Thank you so much for listening to this show. Like I said, you guys make this show. This is your show. You're everything. I owe everything to you for listening to this. And if you do enjoy what I do, if you enjoy this show, if you feel like it gets meaning, if, if it gives you meaning and, 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 it, and it means something to you and you know, it, it, it creates value in your life, please tell your friends, tell people about it, um, share it. You know, this is uh, right now the best way that, that we can help make the show grow is just by talking about it and sharing it. And, um, you know, I'm so grateful for all the, the, uh, the ratings and reviews that come in on iTunes. That helps the show grow uh, too. So, hey, let's get to 100 by the end of the year. That'd be pretty cool, right? We have 72 right now, five-star ratings and reviews. So if we can get to 100 by the end of the year, um, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll do some kind of like prize giveaway or something for like the 100th review left. Um, let me know if you want to do something like that. We'll do it. But... It, it helps the show out so much if you could leave a, a positive rating and review, preferably a five-star rating and review would be great. And if you want to go extra, the extra mile, if you want to go further, you know, if you want to be like, like Bart, if you want to be like my main man, Bart and John and, and a bunch of other people out there that are, that are killing it and supporting me with, with their hard-earned Federal Reserve notes that are just burning holes in their pocket and they feel like they want to contribute to the cause of, uh, 
you know, some lunatic screaming into a microphone about what he thinks about the world, then you can go to patreon.com slash Mike Brank, and you can support this show for as little as a dollar a day. A dollar, a dollar a month. My, my, my bad. It's even better than that. It's a dollar a month. That's like, how much does that equal out a day? I don't know, like four, three or four cents a day. So please consider doing that. It means a lot to me. Um, I want to make this my full-time gig. I want to do this more and more. And the more that you guys support me, the more content I'll be able to put out. The more I'll be able to, you know, the more money and the more uh, support that I have off this podcast, the more time I'll be able to dedicate to doing it. See? See how this all ties back to what we were talking about in the episode about net neutrality and everything? See, when, when I, if you, everything has to come from somewhere else. We can't just magically make things happen. Right now, I have to work you know, a day job, and, and I have to you know, do this podcast in my spare time, in my free time. But if I, if, I didn't ha- if, I, if I didn't have to do that, if I had support, you know, then I could have more time. I could build more of my little mycadelic infrastructure up, and then you guys can get more out of it. Sure, you'll have to pay but you'll be getting more. And, um, you know, right now for the Patreon subscribers, I, I, uh, I, um, I put out bonus content every week. So I almost kind of do like a second podcast, by the way, guys. So me and Ed Liu of Psychedelic Milk, we get together once a week and we do a live stream Google Hangout that I then put on video format so you can see my pretty you know, pretty chubby face. And uh, I, I put the video out on Patreon once a week, every Thursday. It's about an hour and a half discussion. And it's basically just like the same structure as this, except it's me and Ed. And we're just going back and forth talking about what's on our minds that week. We talked about last episode, we talked about internet culture. You know, the, the episode before, I think we talked about um, sexuality and gender. So we just talk about all kinds of different things. So if you're a Patreon member, you're getting uh, a bonus Mycadelic, Psychedelic Milk mashup episode once a week as well. Um, and that's for all Patreon members. Um, so you could support the show, like I said, for as little as a dollar a month. That's www. www. <laughs> that's just go to patreon.com slash Mike Brank, B-R-A-N-C. And once again, follow me on social media at Mike Brank everywhere. Mycadelic podcast or Mycadelic pod. And uh, support the show by leaving a five-star rating and review. If you can, I love you all very much. My heart goes out to each and every one of you individually. Thank you so much. <laughs>